Hey, listener, are you happy with your current chicken wings? Do you wish you had something a little saucier? If you answered yes, then it might be time for you to break up with your old chicken wings and get a new honey. Lemon pepper wing from Popeye's. Share the wings with your friends so they can see it's time to move on, too. Head to Popeye's and get six-piece honey lemon pepper wings for $5.99. At participating U.S. restaurants, price may vary. Being on that field, it, <clears throat> you, you, you lose sleep, you hurt for your brother, um, a lot of shared grief, but to the question before, getting updates and positive updates eases so much of that, that pain and that tension that you feel, but coach handled it as, as perfect as anybody could. I don't typically like use the emotion to answer questions. Uh, but, yeah, like the the scene just replays over and over in your head. And there's, again, it's hard to answer that question and actually describe how, you know, I felt, how my teammates felt in that moment. It's something we'll never forget, but to know that DeMar is, is doing okay. And I know there's still a lot of, a lot of things and, and stuff that he has to process and continue to go through um, to get back to to himself. We're just, again, we heard that news this morning, and there's nothing that, that could have been told to us to bring our day down. You know, we're extremely happy for him and his family. Um, you know, we just want to we just want to love up on him. You know, so the next chance we get, I don't know when it's going to be. If we if we get to see him anytime soon, it's going to be awesome. I also I do want to say one more thing, um, and I, I do I haven't reached out to to T. I hope that you know he got some relief today, and I don't know I, I saw some stuff on Twitter, and um, people should not be attacking him whatsoever. And I'm glad that Demar's family came out and said that, and I hopefully he found some some relief today because again that's that's a football play, um, and I hope that he doesn't hold that upon himself because. And there's nothing else that he could have done in that situation. So I uh, just wanted to say that, too. Lamar's mom hit me, texted me this morning um, and told me, you know, about everything. And it made me feel feel even more at home, you know. Um, and and uh, I really appreciate them, you know, just hearing from them and uh, them having my back as well. Uh, but so, uh, yeah, feels good. I'm not a big social media person, uh, but Josh did, did share something with me uh, via text that he saw today, earlier today, and, um, and I looked at it, and it was, uh, maybe you've seen it, it's about what maybe DeMar's mom is going to share with him when he, <clears throat> when he wakes up, and um, Excuse me. It's amazing to to know the impact that this has had on um, so many of so many people, and for now, Demar to be awake and his mom to be able to share that with him is it's incredible. Incredible words uh, across the board. Um, incredible sound right there. Um, what a week. And I'll admit, Michael, I, I'm, I'm still processing it. Uh, you guys have done a great job on your show uh, of uh, huh. articulate, appropriately yeah. articulating um, the emotions um, 
around this entire Demar Hamlin uh, situation. Um, I'm I'm a little nervous to be honest with you, man. So first of all, uh, Demar, of course, spoke to the, the breathing tube is out. Spoke to his team uh, today virtually, and that's uh, great. You know, that, that was that was just phenomenal. So it's like this such a such an awful start to this week. The news just keeps getting better and better. You guys discussed, of course, just today. Uh, his, you know, did we win question when he woke up and the doctor saying, yes, he won the game of life. Um, you know, the, the his, his recovery, everything is just everything's looking promising again, still some progress to be made, but it looks very promising from where we started. Um, and so now uh, we're a couple of days from uh, football resuming from the games going on. Uh, Bills Bengals has been canceled. We'll get more into that fallout in a second. But just, I wonder, man, just now that we're here on this Friday with all this good news and we're about to kick off week 18, how do, how do you feel? It's, it feels soon. Um, I don't have a proposed alternative in terms mm. of, you know, hey, we should cancel this week's games because eventually they're going to play football again. Let me just... Right. Allow, indulge me for a moment. Indulge me for a moment. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Because I, because I want you to, and and really, as I indulge you, I yeah. want you to uh, follow up, uh, elaborate on the statement that you said you're a little nervous. I'm curious about that. Well, so just well, go ahead just, and well, I, share. Well, I, I'm sorry. I'll, I'll, I'll elaborate on that first, and then I'll just kind of share, I guess, what I've been kind of thinking these last few days or trying to process the last few days. Nervous just because it's like I just don't know how I'm gonna feel watching it. The most important thing, let's let me say this is is, is Demar's health. That that at this point it should go without saying, but I think we do need to reinforce that. The most important thing is yeah. his health and his full recovery. But as time has gone on these last few days and his health has improved, it feels more okay than initially was to think and talk about football. And so now that we're about to start playing football again, I'm just like how am I going to feel? How are we going to feel watching these games, let alone how are these players going to feel performing in these games? I mean, look, this is their job and we know they got, you got to be wired differently to do this to begin with. Okay, they, right. they take these risks. They sign up for these risks. They know the inherent risks that they're taking on their on their uh, on their physical health, their mental health, short and long term, and they do it anyway and they love it and they're compensated for it. They make this choice. So I, I understand, even though I couldn't do it, I understand how they're going to go out, be able to go out and perform it, because they do it all the time. You know, people get carted off or stretched off all the time, and the game keeps going. But this hit differently, no pun intended. This hit differently. So I'm, I'm interested and anxious to see how the players perform so soon after this catastrophic incident. I'm also interested in how I'm going to feel just watching football. Like I, you and I have watched countless hours of football. I talked about countless hours, talked about football for countless hours over the years. It, I think it's going to feel different watching these games post Demar Hamlin. And lastly, at the risk of rambling, I'll stop in, in, in the saying his last thing. Mm. It's just fascinating that this cardiac arrest was the thing that shook everybody up. Whereas I rem I was at I was in Cincinnati week four when Tua Tagovailoa assumed the fencing position when he suffered right. what we think was a second concussion. Okay, either his first of the season or second out of three this season, and how awful that scene was. That game continued. And the games went on. There have been there, there have been so many instances of either players suffering brain trauma or developing CTE and 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 later in life tragically taking their own lives, whether it's Junior Seau or Dave Dewerson. Yeah. Um yeah. or just maybe people not coming close to death on the field. But their life, their lifestyles or the quality of life being destroyed as a result of playing football. 
This is not some sermon about how bad football is. I love football. I still love football. I'll always love football. It's, I'm not anti-football. You know, I'm the parent in the house that at least is entertaining the conversation with my son or was entertaining the conversation with my son. My wife has always been a hard no about Mason playing football. Like, hell no. Absolutely right, not. Right. She, you know, so I, I'm not anti-football in any way, and I'm not become anti-football. I'm just saying maybe the word is, is, is conflict, and, and it's just interesting that DeMar Hamlin went to a place having to be, having to have CPR administered, went to a place that that's not all that far beyond what we've yeah. seen other players either suffer in the short or the long term. Like this game breaks bodies. It destroys minds. This is the price that is paid for football. This is the price that to play football. This is the price that that, that is paid for our collective entertainment for our national obsession. And so I, it's, it's just going to feel different watching this weekend. That's a long answer for why I'm yeah. nervous or anxious. It's just going to feel different. I haven't quite known how to process it all week. God bless you and many others who've done an exceptional job of putting this into words, but just, I don't know. I don't know that it's ever going to be the same. Hopefully, DeMar Hamlin, most important, is the same eventually. But I don't yeah. know that the, the football experience can really ever be the same after 24 million people and watched in real time on Monday night and many others have since watched this game from an injury standpoint go where we haven't seen it go maybe ever. Does that all make sense? Yeah. Yeah, it does. It does make sense. And you talk about us putting it into words on the show this week. I'm not sure that we have. We tried. And that's the best way to do it is try to talk it through. That's why I think Robert Sala did one of the smartest things this week. Head oh, coach of the great. Jets brings the players in and allows the players to take the floor and take over the room and just kind of express themselves about how they and they were on the outside looking in like the rest of us. They don't they don't have to play the Buffalo Bills uh, this week. They weren't playing the Buffalo Bills on Monday night. Yet this is something Mike that affected everybody whether they're football players, Bengals, Bills, or the 30 other teams, or football fans, millions of football fans across the country and across the world. So Salah allows his players to come in and just talk and ask yeah. questions to the doctors who were in the room. I think that's part of it. Uh, you, you are in this field, talking about the players here. You're in this field. You've been doing this for a long time. You're the best at what you do. And every now and then you step back and say, what are the risks again? Wait a minute. Right. That can but happen. Have you, have you, what, have you seen why are we doing this? even bring up the idea of not playing? I'm talking about individuals. Like, I don't no. think anybody's been scared out of football no, by this. I, I haven't is, heard it. So, which again, speaks so yeah, to I mean, it's, how you have to be wired to it, do this. Yeah, it, it's hard, to, it's hard to, to really conceptualize. I used to say to myself all the time, like, okay, just like these silly conversations before this happened. I'd have conversations with people. I'd say, what would you rather do? Would you rather, you know, stand in a boxing ring at, uh, and take a punch? from a, a world champion or would you rather you know be out there in the slot catch a ball in the slot and then there's there's no sideline for you <laughs> you gotta run to a sideline you gotta yeah. outrun a corner a safety a linebacker you're gonna get hit what would you rather do and i always say uh, I, no thanks on both of them no thanks so it's really a sport they are used to it this is what they do and yeah it's their uh, job. unfortunately it's their livelihood unfortunately mike there's there's no wake up call. There hasn't been a wake up call. Uh, I say between like 1997 yeah. and, and I, I'm going to tell you about 1997 in a second between 1997 and 2022/23. Hasn't been that big wake up call until years. now. And how long does it last? So 97 Reggie Brown playing for the Detroit Lions. Lions versus Jets. Same thing happens to him. The same thing happened to Reggie Brown. Now, we don't talk about it that much. Bill Belichick brought it up. He was uh, an assistant on the Jets with the Jets in 97. When it happened last game of the year, Reggie Brown loses consciousness. CPR on the field. He's revived. Thank God he is still with us today, living his normal life. But mm. that was Sunday at 1. It wasn't on Monday Night right. Football. 
and One social media and the coverage the internet. It was yeah. a right a different league. It was a different league. Yeah. It was a different it truly was a different world. So we've had as you said, we've had concussions. Uh, we've had uh, devastating injuries on the field. We've had former players who have told us, hey, my life is not the same. You mentioned Duerson. You mentioned Junior Seau. We just lost. Remember last year, we lost Demarius Thomas. Uh, so, some similar mm-hmm. issues, football related. Mm-hmm. Here in Boston, BU has done an amazing job of really studying the brains of players to see what right. the evidence of CTE was. And, and they've really advanced this research, but still, I, I think, Mike, the reason a lot of players haven't said, okay, well, I need to slow down is because they haven't had it in front of them. I, you can think about a lot of things. People can warn you. If I had Gary's sweet potato pie in front of me and somebody said, you know, mm. you shouldn't eat that whole pie because it's going to hurt you down the road. Okay. I'm going to eat this pie right now because I'll worry about down the road later. I worry about that it, later. Emphasis, nobody, look, emphasis yeah, on nobody's right thinking now. that thing didn't last. Yeah, right now. It didn't last very right long in my house. <laughs> now, right now. Yeah. And I think a lot of players say, you know, 24, 25 years old, even 30. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'll worry about it later. But to see that happen in front of you, to see it and to hear it, it does give you pause, but pause. It's a pause. Briefly. I, I think it, Briefly. if it's your industry, if it's your industry and it's dangerous yeah. and that's what you know yeah. and that's what you love, you keep doing it. Well, it, 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 that's exactly right. It's what they know. It's what they've been trained to do. It's a, it's a deal that they made with themselves a long time ago. Um, and this is, this is just the ex- an extreme example of the danger, but they mm. know that's the, that this could happen. Um, but they didn't know and, that this could happen. Any- that's the twist. Well, I think there needs to. I, I, I'll bet a lot of players are saying, "Well, wait a minute. Whoa, 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 whoa. What happened? Well, but okay. What but, happened? All right. But th- yes, this could happen. But this is such a rare situation. You know what I mean? Like this isn't this isn't your everyday garden variety injury. We haven't, you know, s- seen it exactly play out like this, where somebody just collapses from cardiac arrest. I mean, but you know, again, the defensive position or somebody being knocked knocked out cold is fine or somebody going on and, and, and struggling with the rest of their lives is fine because that comes with this particular territory. So what was what about to say something? Well, no, I was just going to say though, but you, you're right. You're right. But there was a point where we weren't fine with that. Like, it's almost oh, uh, that was the point where I'm we thought here. the game, that, that concussions were going to kill the game. We like yeah, how, how and, long did we be predicting the demise of professional football because of head trauma? And, 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 that, and, and, and I'm with pass. you, Mike. I, I am with you all the way. That you know, I'm not clearly, I'm not anti-football. Love the game. It's it's almost like where will my love? Where will my love pause? Because it has it. Yeah. Because because there was a time whether it was okay uh, concussions. There's a really really high chance that if you if you practice oh. X amount of time, if you take hits to the head like this, right. there will be concussions. Okay, concussions, and then we see it on the field. We see fencing. Now we didn't know that term. Hey, what's that? What's going on? That's scary. Right. Uh, the, the player is just putting his hands up. But then now we right. get used to that. Now we see this on the field that can happen in football, but I'm still looking forward to all the games on Saturday and on Sunday. So is is there anything that will make me pause my love for football and and, and it's not injury related, but I just want to point out there are there have been some moments there. There have been times where I've said about football. They don't really care about. They truly don't care about social justice. They don't care about oh, right. quality I, and That's fairness. what I thought you were going. And, All the reasons and and, and yeah, I still that they've given you to quit them. They're giving you a lot of reasons. I, and, the, the NFL and, has and given you a lot of reasons to quit them. Yes. And, and there's some folks have. who really stepped a lot away. Of people have they stepped quit. away. Yes. Th- that's right. Colin Kaepernick, domestic violence, whatever, whatever you know, sexual assault, whatever the issue, institutional racism. There's a lot of people that have quit football just for. It's systemic issues, let alone the inherent violence. Again, this isn't a sermon 
you know, to, to borrow the, you know, the fr phrase from your, the word from your feed item, uh, DeMar speaks and that's the entire sermon, amen to that. Um, this isn't a sermon against football, it's just like, I just, I wonder, if, you know, just how it's going to feel watching it given the last thing we watch. But, you know, these games are going to go on. And listen, I, even if they were to postpone the games for this weekend, which, which came up initially, potentially, you know, postponing this weekend's games, they would have eventually played them again. They're not going to be postponed indefinitely. They're not going to shut the yeah. NFL down or cease playing football in order to do some kind of study about or, or to turn it into flag football. Like, even if they took this week off for whatever reason, just to give everybody a chance to, to breathe and to step away, they'd come back the next week. Or they'd have made it, you know it's what I mean? Keep going. It's just, it, it just, it's just, it's going to keep, this train going to keep on moving. This train's going to keep moving. What, what, God forbid, praise God that it did not come to this, but what if DeMar Hamlin had not come through this? What if he was still yeah. struggling for his life right now? What if he had not, what if he were not on the road to recovery the way he is? What if, you know what I mean? Like, then I think, then I think, the bills, I think the bills, what if, what yeah, if the medical right. staff had not responded as effectively and efficiently as quickly Super as stars. they did in that moment? You know what I mean? Like, it's just, this could They're have gone a different way. And my point is, it could always go a different way. I think that's really my point. Is like, you know, there, th this, is, this is an extreme example of something that happens over and over again. And this captured our attention. Maybe it was the Monday Night Spotlight, like you said, the CPR. I'd never heard the word CPR that I could recall in the broadcast about, about a guy on the field. The whole situation was just so traumatizing for everybody obviously involved on the field, but all the, everybody watching at home. But it's just like, Somebody gonna get laid out Sunday. A lot of people gonna get laid out Sunday, and it's gonna do damage yeah. to them that maybe isn't as urgent and and you know uh, attention grabbing as CPR in the moment. But it's just man, I it, I don't know, man. I've just been thinking a lot this week about the price these guys pay and what they put on the line, and really the theme of this season. I mentioned Tua, now Demar Hamlin has been humanity. If we take if we got nothing from Amen. this season, thank we've you. Really, yes. You know, whether yes. it's treat, treat, treat them like patients and not players. That was the right. takeaway from the tour uh, controversy. And here's DeMar literally a patient um, in the moment. It, yeah, more than anything, I think we, this, the story of this season, the headline of this season has been these guys as human beings and, and the human cost yeah. that, they, that they pay practicing and practice out, game in and game out. I guess I guess the Hamlin situation just crystallized it. It's probably, it was an isolated incident. Hey. It's not something that it's not yep. common, but but nonetheless, my point is it doesn't have to be that extreme for us to realize, like oh, this is. I mean, we know it already, but we just compartmentalize and practice cognitive dissonance when it comes to it. Like this is, this is a deadly, violent game, and I, I and yeah. there are people at BU that have, that are that are studying this and screaming this from the rooftops. But anyway, I'm I'm, like, I'm just kind of. Yeah, I know. No, you're, you're, you know, you brought up, you brought up a good point too. Um, and, and I want to say uh, just to just to now underline what you've said already on this. You don't really know what you have. Uh, you don't know what kind of leaders are in the room. Sometimes until adversity strikes. So sometimes the people that you expect to lead, they do, and then there's somebody off on the side who kind of emerges uh, in that moment. You didn't see it coming. They didn't see it coming. They just do. Uh, what they think the situation calls for. Look, I knew Sean McDermott was an excellent head coach. I knew that. I knew that based on what he'd done on the field uh, with the Buffalo Bills. They were an afterthought in the division for a long time. He came in. They got better and better, and now they're the class of the division. So I knew uh, he knew what he was doing when it came to X's and O's. But his leadership uh, the last few days has been exceptional. He was asked about it yesterday. This he said, I, 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 yeah, he said, this I did. Season. He said, I think about, think about everything that, that they've dealt with in Buffalo. Everything right, that they've yeah. dealt with in Buffalo. That's right. Going back on to the field, off the field, on yes. the field, off the, the yes. community. Yeah. Wow. And so what he, he said, say, oh, he I, I did what he said. I did what anybody else would do. No, you would. You did what you would hope other people would do. But some people aren't thinking like that in a moment. And, and not that they're yeah. bad people, but sometimes people uh, just kind of freeze up or they it, it it's not 
they're not think they're not able to think in the moment. They're kind of frozen. Uh, or, or they're delayed. And Especially he wasn't no he immediately. Yeah, yeah, he immediately said, Okay, I no, we're not we're not about this. We're not playing this game. Uh, so yeah. I think the Buffalo Bills, their entire organization, wonderful job. Uh, Bengals too. But the players, you talk about the players, it putting that putting it out there. We should not turn up our noses at guaranteed contracts. I know we don't. Guaranteed contracts. That's the least. Yeah. That's the well, least. Better we health can care. Do. Better health care. Yeah. Better health care. You know, just, just like in that moment, they could not be expected to continue playing. There was no way they were going to continue playing. Like it's only been a few days. And they're going to strap it up. If, they're going to strap it up. And again. also, real quick, if you see a first responder. If they ask permission first, you see a first responder, give them a hug. Hug them. First responders, medical professionals in your area, they save all of us. They were the superstars on Monday night. Yeah. Thanks for bearing with me there. Uh, the games are going to go on, and we're going to talk about uh, the fallout, as I mentioned, because uh, these, uh, these solutions are, are wild. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Okay, um, one of my favorite sayings is um, perfect is the enemy of good. And we knew early in the week that there wasn't going to be um, a solution that made everybody happy when it comes to how to handle the eventually postponed game, week 17 game between the Bills and the Bengals. But I'm not good yeah. with this at all. Yeah, man. At all. Yeah, man. At all. Yeah, yeah. Like, this is crazy. This is crazy. So, I mean, there's two there's two things. One is worse than the other. So we'll do the not as bad one. The neutral site AFC championship game, which here's how we can get to a neutral site AFC championship game. Buffalo and Kansas City both win or both tie this week. A Buffalo versus Kansas City championship game will be at a neutral site. Buffalo and Kansas City both lose, and Baltimore wins or ties in Week 18. A Buffalo versus Kansas City AFC championship game will be at a neutral site. Buffalo and Kansas City both lose, and Cincinnati wins. A Buffalo or Cincinnati versus Kansas City championship game will be at a neutral site. Hopefully it never comes to that. No offense to those teams. Um, Hopefully it ends up being a moot point, but we could see a neutral site AFC title game. Worse than that is... If the Ravens beat the Bengals, Michael, so it all comes full circle for us. All comes full circle on brother from another. I know how much we both love the Ravens as an organization, but I'm yeah. sure you're rooting for the Bengals this week, not just emotionally, but on principle. Because if the Ravens beat the Bengals, then, and they end up hosting and they end up playing each other in a wild card round, the host of that game will be determined by a coin flip, which is the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. Right. 
Right. Determined by a coin flip. Why why are they doing this? Why, why I don't understand why they're going to, to these to these extremes. Um, we don't determine just for the record, just for the record. I want to point this out. We don't they don't determine or they at least try not to determine the winner of a playoff overtime game on a coin flip anymore. Remember the right. coin flip in L2 or, or even a regular season overtime game. Remember the coin flip and it still has a lot of power. Remember the coin flip held too much power over the outcome of an overtime game. Now who hosts a game in the playoffs. You're going to reduce it to a coin flip. See, I okay, but but okay. I don't understand. I mean that, that the whole thing that as you say uh, scenario it is as it is as uh, wide-ranging and adventurous as the song that you quote here. I mean, it's all over the place, but not nearly as enjoyable. Where's Buster Rhymes to come in and just kind of make sense of this in his own uh, a distinct way? Look, Mike, they have the rules on the books. In this situation, just, just, go, just go by Don't the rules. It. It's, it's, just go it's, by it. makes total sense. Winning percentage. You've already had it. Winning percentage. That's it. It's That's it. Books. Stay right there. You, Stay right there. You already have a contingency <laughs> plan. You have yeah. a plan in place so, for this very scenario. A canceled game, regardless of the circumstances, is winning percentage. Now, in the middle of the season, y'all ain't got to fly the plane while you build it. Y'all don't have to make it up as y'all right. go along. This was a completely unnecessary intervention on the part of the owners, on the part of the competition committee, on the part of the commissioner. Leave well enough alone and just base it off winning percentage. The seating should be based off winning percentage. If they, and, if they and tie, Katie Black, it's based on winning percentage, is it not? Yeah, you know what I mean. It's and, like and I think the playoffs with a, with the tie or, or miss the playoffs with a tie based on winning percentage. Yeah, I, I think Katie Blackburn uh, from Cincinnati. Now, because she's because she's affiliated with Cincinnati, this could be perceived as oh, you know, it, it goes against the Bengals, so of course she's against it. No. Katie Blackburn said something last night that makes perfect sense. She said we should not be changing rules during the season. We should wait to the offseason to change because yeah. we change rules during the season. Biases can come in. Uh, impulsivity can come in. Maybe sentimentality. I'm adding that. I'm adding I'm adding the sentimentality part, but I understand what she's saying. She's absolutely right. Why are you changing these rules now? Because you know what would happen? It's like if, if 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 Buffalo says anything right now, then we all go co-sign it. This is what we want. We're all going to co-sign it. Uh, 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 if Demar Hamlin and and, and Sean uh, McDermott said, you know what, uh, we want to be uh, a governor and vice governor uh, or lieutenant governor of New York, they'd win. I mean, like we all love them. I'd go to New York. I'd become a New York resident to vote for them. Like we're all about what's best for Buffalo right now because we all are looking at DeMar Hamlin and we want him to be we want success for him. We Is want this, great things for him. Can I can I just can I interject with a quick observation and give it back to you? This just I, yeah. I can't wait to say it because I'm yes. Yeah, it, right. It's very trivial, but it's me and you. It's me and you yeah. and, De, and DeMar is doing better. So maybe there's a little yeah. levity we could bring to yeah. this conversation. Yeah, 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 yeah. Michael Holly has become a fan of both the Bengals and the Bills. <laughs> Who would have thought? Yeah, thought? yeah. Imagine. How about imagine that? that? Imagine that. Yeah. Imagine that. See, that's what this and is the beauty know, of sports. If you watch this show, you, you know you know how miraculous that actually is. It's a beauty of sports. But I still think you gotta be careful. You gotta be careful of going too far. And and Mike, a neutral conference championship game. We got a neutral Super Bowl, that's fine. But a neutral conference championship game, not only uh, is it something I don't want to see, it takes away from people. I, you've been around enough conference championships to know how it's, uh, it, it, it provides an economic boost to a city. Now, I'm not saying it brings in $30 million, although I don't know that it does it. But it will give you a little, it, give your, it gives your community a little spike. Restaurants, hotels, vendors, small businesses, Every people, stadium workers, they all benefit from a conference championship a lot, in a their lot of people city. Think championship, a lot of people think Championship Sunday is better than the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl Sunday. 
in many respects. I just can't imagine why they did it this way. And and everybody's going to say it's unfair, but you've all agreed to this. I'm guessing it's collectively bargained. Somewhere along the way, this was collectively bargained by somebody or somebody knew this rule was on the books. So why are you making a, a, a push to take an established rule off and to create something that is a little convoluted and I would say nonsensical? Well, I mean, if you're Kansas City, and again, I mean, you know, Kansas City, you know, I haven't seen, I, I don't know if they've spoken publicly on this, but like you're Kansas City, you know, you can't complain right now because of, of the circumstance. Everybody wants to, you know, approach this the right way, but it's just like, yo, wait a minute. It's like, if we've earned the right to have the number one overall seed and have home field throughout, like it's almost rendering the regular season our accomplishments meaningless if it is now a neutral site game because of an unfortunate set of circumstances. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, it, you know, I, I would almost prefer they say it's in Buffalo. You know, I mean, you know, but a neutral that's such a cop out or a coin flip in a neutral site is such a cop out in both instances. It's like, okay, right, right. if you want to go to hey. just, just say, okay, you know what? Bengals had a game canceled. They they lost a home game. We're giving them this playoff game, but a coin flip is like, well, blame fate. We'll we'll let we'll let fate decide. Will you, Harvey Dent? It's like you know, like make like <laughs> winning percentage. Right. It's winning percentage. Right. Period. Full stop. There's absolutely and no reason to open up Pandora. It's like not not only did they open up Pandora's box with this solution that 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 caused problems more than it solved. It's like they went and said, hey, you got a Pandora's box? I could I could have anybody got a Pandora's box. Let me like they, they went searching for and then opened the Pandora's box instead of just going with the rule they had, which was in place in the first place. Don't you think people thought about this rule a long time ago when they came up with this rule? Don't you think there was off-season conversations and discussions about, hey, what should we do if a game gets canceled? What should we do if one team can play fewer games? Oh, I don't know. What if there's a pandemic? What if there's a global pandemic and some games have to be canceled? How are we going to handle it? Win percentage makes sense to me. Makes sense to me. Okay, cool. Let's move on. Here they come, trying to solve a problem that ain't there. It's like we exactly. don't need to. We don't like. What's the what's the thing on social media? Like nobody. NFL. How about a coin flip to determine who hosts the wild card game? Yeah, yeah. How about a neutral yeah, side? Yeah. Yeah. Like, this is this is so unnecessary. I like, wish somebody would explain the rationale. Am I, am I missing the rationale? Has, has there been some explanation as to why they thought this was necessary? If, if you're if you're missing it, if you're missing it, I'm missing it too. I guess they look at it and say, well, look at Kansas City. Kansas City's going to get that one uh, if they beat the, the Las Vegas Raiders. Jared Stidham's Las Vegas Raiders. So they, uh, tomorrow. So Kansas City is going to have their 14th win uh, by winning that game. And... And we all know that you know Buffalo can't get there because they have one fewer game. So Buffalo, they look at it, it and say, you know, Buffalo, Buffalo beat Kansas City. Buffalo beat Kansas City. Cincinnati beat Kansas City. So why should Kansas City uh, get this top spot? Because, just because. Okay, that's what I say. Just because. Okay, like they they didn't create they didn't create this issue. Buffalo didn't create it. Cincinnati didn't create right. it. Just. Right. Stick with the rules, but I'll say uh, also, Mike. Neutral field does not benefit the Buffalo Bills. They don't want the they not don't want the all. neutral field either. Hey, one, well, one of the neutral great field things doesn't benefit anybody, I but mean, especially it's, it's Buffalo. What an advantage! Well, but I mean, obviously, well, but they all, well, yes, from a weather standpoint. Lake effect. Lake Erie. Pretty damn cold in Kansas City in January. Lake Erie is under. Lake Erie is undefeated. Arrowhead's one of the toughest places to play. Buffalo's one of the toughest except, places to play. The ju- the jungle except, nowadays, except when well, except when the Bengals go. Not, except but the jungle. No, no, I no. Mean, I was just no, no, know, no. I was just thinking. Benefit anybody. I was just thinking back. I was just thinking back to my childhood. You know, Lake Erie. You know, Cleveland's on Lake Erie. <laughs> They've lost playoff <laughs> games. The drive. Yeah, the drive happened point. there. That's a good point. But but the point. Yeah, but Browns most of the time, Lake Erie. Nobody. Nobody wants to go in there, but here's the other thing I, and I want to I want to assure you you want to talk about levity. This will make you if you think back a couple of decades. This will make you feel good about yourself. You didn't waste time and I didn't waste all that time 
playing Madden. We didn't play all those games. It was simulation. We simulated. It was essentially coin flicks, coin flips, computer algorithms. We got you got the percentages right so we could play our playoff games. So the NFL is essentially doing what we did 20 years ago. You feel better? I do. It's just the coin flip. <laughs> How about rock, paper, scissors? I prefer person. I prefer rock, paper, scissors. At least I have some control over that. You know what I mean? But I mean, I, can we just get rid of coin flips in general? Like, I just want to like, even for draft, you know how many draft picks have been decided based on coin flips? It's like we got like why? Like we got to find a better solution than coin flips. Who's flipping the coin? How are they flipping the coin? Was it heads or tails when it rested on their thumb? Where did it, it land? Did it bounce? It's like, no I, coin I, flip. I hate that. I hate you. Can't do I, that. There's no coin flips. No coin flips. No coin flips. But I, I, um, I'll tell you what's. I'll tell you what's not a coin flip. And I know what's going to happen. Uh, Mike, uh, just quiz. I, I know your memory is a little shaky, but um, yeah. you were there. You were there for this game. Uh, the biggest upset in New England Patriots history, where they were on the right side of it, when they were on the right side of the upset. What's the biggest upset in the New England Patriots entire history? You were there. The game was in your hometown. It was oh. at the Superdome. Yeah, of course. Which is what? <laughs> right. Super Bowl 36. Yeah, Super Bowl 36 biggest upset in Patriots yeah. history. That was in the postseason. It, well, if it they was were Super, to win, at the time, it was in it, Super Bowl history at the time. It might still be right for them yeah. for them to win this game. It would qualify as the biggest upset in the regular season for the New England Patriots. Oh, I just I feel for them going into Buffalo in this situation. Nobody wants them to win. Nobody wants the Patriots to win, so they've well, got that would be the case emotion- anyway. They got so an emotional Buffalo title has the wave. Edge emotionally? Yeah. Interesting. Oh. That's interesting. Oh, I, yes. Interesting. So but, after hey, the week the- that they had, after what they just experienced, Buffalo has I mean, listen, there's hey, gonna be a lot Josh of Josh Allen said across the league. I think Josh Allen DeMar. They are they planting he said it for though. DeMar, yeah. And he said uh, he said a couple things. One, he said, there's nothing you can say that will bring us down after the news we got. You heard, we played that clip. That's true. Then That's true. he said, uh, Mario, Mario Hamlin, DeMar's father, talked to them and said, you've got to play. You've got to play for my son. He said, he didn't just tell us. He demanded that this is what we do. Your goals are still yeah. in sight. Yeah. You're playing for the Super Bowl. Yeah. So they got permission. He's okay. They got permission from the family. Hey, man, don't get distracted. You still the Buffalo Bills. You're, so, so think about all the things that the Patriots have going against them. They're playing against a team that's much better than they are, a team right. that beat them by thirty, beat them by thirty points in the playoffs last year. Uh, has beaten them already this year. Score appeared close, but the game wasn't. Then a team that has something to play for on the field and off the field. Woo! Oh boy! Oh boy! Oh boy! Oh boy! Uh, this is one of those homecoming games. Uh, this is uh, a homecoming game. This is, <laughs> it's a homecoming game. It's a homecoming. Game. A homecoming game. Okay. Wow. Yeah. No. Uh, it it has turned. I mean, early in the week, I would not have. I would not have seen it that way. We can go to break, Gary. Early in the week, I would not have seen it that way. I would. Have, I would have thought that. Man, how are the Bills gonna focus? How are they gonna go out and perform for this game, even against a team that an overmatched in this matchup? Patriots team, but yeah, it's not that he's better. He's spoken to him and told him he loved him. He mentioned what his dad said. You know, now Ooh. now they gotta, you know, yeah, now they gotta, they got, they're playing for somebody bigger than, for something and somebody bigger than them now. You know, um, yeah, it's gonna be an emotional day across the league with the tributes, um, decal. It's something. It's gonna be something. Yeah. I don't That's know. Right. I still don't know how I'm gonna feel watching it all. Monday was it was just Monday. I'm still kind of stuck in Monday. You talked about not being yet in peak form, and also like a, earlier in the season you wouldn't be able to do what you did tonight. So playing 46 minutes and only having one night off. What's gonna be your approach to the next game, and how like how's your body feeling? I feel great. Uh, recovery day tomorrow. We owe Detroit one. They beat us early in the season. We can keep this thing rolling. 
my approach Wednesday is do the same thing I did tonight. I mean, that would be a tough encore, but just come out aggressive early, hunt great shots, hit the open man, be a leader, and play great defense. Do those things and have fun with it. Like, it's a joy to be here and just be a warrior. Joy is to be here. It's always a joy to have Natalie on the show. Mm. How much joy did you feel or have you yes. felt covering the Warriors and asking that question so calmly, so smoothly, open-ended and neutral, just and like lean. they taught you? Well, it wasn't quite lean, but that's okay. That's all right. I, I, I wouldn't ah. That's okay. That was, it, was, it was a great question. It was a great question. Got a great answer. Just how did you feel, Nat? Because we were proud. We were beaming with pride. Oh, thank you. Um, it was definitely exciting. By the time I got to play, that was my second question. So I was sort of a pro. Um, and the nerves had settled a little bit, but it was an incredible experience. Like I'm still every day I keep pinching myself to see if this is real. Nat is a natural. How about that? Who, who, oh, nice. who, who knew? You stay with feet the bar. There's a feet on him right there. No, well, well, welcome, welcome to the, uh, welcome to this, this side of the world, of the family, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I wasn't the dark side, but you know. Nah, <laughs> it was, it was definitely here. cool. Unfortunately, yeah, like, does anybody know? Did they know you? Who, like the players or who? Like other yeah. media? Yeah, who, yeah the players. Yeah, the players. 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 Like, hey, what's up, Nat? The Clay say, yeah, I follow you on Twitter. I That's a great question. For us. <laughs> yeah. Let's just say that. I mean, I didn't go to anyone and say, hey, I'm Nat Fluential from Twitter, but I feel pretty confident that some of the players probably know me, even if they don't follow me. Um, but yeah, I didn't that? Okay. Let, let's just say she played it cool. She ain't get revealing nothing. Say. I like it. I like it. <laughs> All right. Um, we showed on time. Well, You're here to, to take us into the comment section. So fire let's away. with these what comments. Nat, Nat yeah. Well, if you noted, like in in Clay's presser, he said we need to get the Pistons back, and they did not get the Pistons back. And so I kind of predicted off air that they may not win that Pistons game. But another game I predicted and got right was the Christmas game. And uh, Mike, you weren't here for this, but <laughs> Mark Spears came on like right before Christmas, and he was talking about the Warriors, and you know they were on a skit at that point. And I think Mike Holly, you were on, right? And Vince. Was Maybe I can't yes. remember who else yeah. on that. No, 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 no. It wasn't. It wasn't Vince. But anyway, um, it was Jim Trotter. And so everyone just the outlook was negative for the Warriors. I wasn't on air actually, and I'm texting them like, no, 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 no. The Grizzlies are losing on Christmas Day. So we ended the show, came back, recorded an extra segment, put it on YouTube, and it got a lot of hit. But people like we that the Warriors ended up winning. So people were calling me like a fortune teller. They want me to give them the lot lottery numbers uh shout out to real chris moore who is a regular yeah. supporter of the show yes he was Thank like you. appreciate you <laughs> he was like oh man nat's gonna be in us like going going in on us yeah. like you know because of this loss but unfortunately or fortunately for chris we didn't have shows that week so i didn't get to gloat about it but i just wanted to call wow. it out and someone else said, like, I'd be taking them to church. So I'm happy that the people are pleased, but I'm also giving myself a little shout out for the right prediction. Go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. Shout yourself Hold out. Hold on to those. Good stuff. <laughs> what else you got? What else is out there in the street? On Monday, you guys were having a conversation about Brady and Michael Holly is all out on him. He thinks uh, the Bucks have no chance of even getting a playoff game. Michael Smith said, don't doubt the GOAT. He might. The polls agreed with Michael Holly, but um, the comments, there were a lot of comments who agreed with, with Mike Smith. And also they were going in on the on on Dallas, like just a lot of shots at um the Cowboys. Oh, they're playing the Cowboys, so Brady will win. So Yeah. yeah. That's low hanging fruit though. You know, you know, Nat and Mike, you know that's low hanging fruit. People People either love it. They're such a polarizing team. People love the Cowboys or they love yeah. to hate on the Cowboys, but this is a little different. This is not your, 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 your cousins Cowboys team. Very good team. Got a real case for being the best team in the NFC. They're not, uh, but they're in that conversation. I think they're significantly I, better, Mike, than the, than the uh, Buccaneers. Yeah, no, I, I, 
and you know, I, I've been trying to make up for writing him off after the first game of the season against the Bucks all season long. Love what the Cowboys are doing. The Bucks aren't my Bengals. I'm not going that far. I'm not. I'm not about to get. I'm not about to gas this bandwagon up. You know, it's not like the Bucks haven't recently won. Um, so my point is, it's like I get all the reservations, all the doubts about Tampa, but like the absolute nature in which you've said, or the the vote was ain't no way. Tom Brady, there's always a way. Uh, what else you got, Nat? Yeah. So, Michael, you've been missed. People want to know where you're at. And one uh, user, Jcal, Jocal said, um, you're going to have to out- update your avatar with the new fro because <laughs> they want to see an updated avatar. So, but you were spot on. This was in response to our Hackett short that we put up over the holidays because you predicted Hackett oh, okay. was in over his head very early. So he said, you're spot on, but also we need to get your Avi updated. Yeah, well, I mean, I was also stubborn about Urban Meyer last year. So, hey. That's so, what I'm so, but, you but, know, like, great call on a prediction with the Warriors. That do this long enough, you're going to miss some too. I, yeah. I, I, I miss them quite. I miss quite a few. I keep those receipts too. I remember the ones I missed, Michael. Like, I know you don't think I do, but I remember the ones I missed. Go ahead. I must right. say, so, I like the fro. I like the fro and agree with the user. Like, we need to update your Abby to reflect it. Okay. Mike, what were you going to say real That's quick? That's good. I like it. No, real quick, real quick. Who should be the coach of the Broncos, Mike? You know, you got Hackett, so give us an, uh, another coach. You got a coach? Uh, in Q, would it be good for them? Uh, let me get out some thoughts. I mean, I got I could, one. The enemy makes sense, stealing from Kansas City. The yeah. enemy would be Where great. are you staying? Gerard Mayo, too. I ain't trying to get in your business, but that hotel room is fire. We talk offline. <laughs> the longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939.